Today we are ranking the top 24 wide receivers in Dynasty. And again, these are going to be subjective. So we are going to rank these guys, and you're going to get in the comments, and you're going to say, how do you not have this person? That's ridiculous. Yeah, we get it. I mean, everybody's rankings are going to be different. These are personal rankings. These are Simon and I's rankings. Uh, Nathan didn't update his. Even Boo, Nathan. Asked him to- Boo, Nathan. By the way, drop, drop a congrats, Nathan, in the comments, because Nathan's on his honeymoon. He got married. Woo! How, how somebody married somebody who won't update their Dynasty Wide Receiver rankings, I don't know. But I, it, that's a mystery. We're going to do ours, though. This is our Dynasty Wide Receiver rankings. So do crap it. on us, not So Nathan. crap on us. No, I mean, but also, congr- congratulate Nathan, but also say, why didn't you update your Dynasty Wide Receiver rankings, Nathan? Please leave that comment. All right, make sure you like the video. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel. We've got Dynasty Reachers and Analysis coming out the entire offseason into the season, et cetera. So make sure you help us hit our goal of 5K before opening day. We really appreciate you helping us out on that. And we appreciate your support. We're going to start here. Um, oh, we didn't tier these guys. We need to tier these guys as we go. They're, they're in tiers. Oh, they are? Okay. Uh, yep. All right. Uh, starting in the S tier, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Not a ton to say here. If you're new to Dynasty, Justin Jefferson. Um, again, if you're new to Dynasty... I mean, do you know who Justin Jefferson is? Yeah, people. I, I even if you're new to Dynasty, you know how good he is. But he he's been drafted up there uh, in the first round with these top QBs in a super flex league. Um, and when you're talking about Justin Jefferson, you're talking about he's scoring as much as any quarterback. Uh, he is 24 years old now. I think 24, maybe 23 years old. Uh, so he's still very very young. He's going to be a guy that you're going to have in your Dynasty team for a really long time. He could be the best wide receiver to come out in a very long time. In fact, he's definitely the best wide receiver in the league, in my opinion. So. Justin Jefferson, he's as safe as any pick in Dynasty. And Jamar Chase is usually being drafted right there behind him. Absolutely should be. Jamar Chase has a better QB situation than Justin Jefferson. He came into the league just like Justin Jefferson and absolutely dominated. He is amazing with the ball in his hand. He can do more than really almost any wide receiver in the NFL. And there's no question marks with Jamar Chase. If they keep him with T. Higgins, oh, well, he'll produce anyways. He's going to be kept with with Joe Burrow long-term. These guys, absolutely staples, should be going in the first round of your dynasty draft every single time. Okay. Um, Moving down to the A tier, we've got A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, um, wow, we have him ranked above CeeDee Lamb. Do we both have him like that? Yep. Yeah, and and I can <laughs> and I can tell you why. I just I'll introduce him it. first, and, and I want yeah, AJ Brown. Stats. Obviously, he uh, traded the Eagles last year, and he he was fantastic. He's going in the second round of dynasty drafts. He's a very safe pick. Why do we have him above CD Lamb? AJ Brown is one of the best wide receivers. Same in tier, the, by the way. Well, they are they are in the same tier, but AJ Brown is easily just in general a top five wide receiver in the NFL. He will be twenty six next year. But let's just talk about this. He yards per route run. Is, is an efficiency stat that can kind of tell you about how good a wide receiver is. Because think about it. He's running a route without the ball. He's not being passed to every single time. The average route he's getting, just, just without even being passed, how many yards is he creating? Yards per route run, A.J. Brown last year had 3.01 yards per route run. That's second in the NFL. Yards per team pass attempt, A.J. Brown, 2.79. That is also second in the NFL. So this guy... Every single time he steps on the field, he is so efficient that even when he doesn't have the ball, the average is still so high. He's being he's the second most efficient wide receiver in the NFL. He had a 29% target share on the same team as Dallas Goddard and Devontae Smith. He was targeted on almost 30% of the routes he ran. He ran 30 routes per game. Dang near. He ran 29.2 routes per game. This guy cannot be stopped. 
He also has a long-term contract with a QB, Jalen Hurts, who keeps improving. They proved last year what they can do together. AJ Brown is absolutely incredible, and and honestly, if he was two, if he was three years younger, if he was two years younger, age doesn't matter that much for wide receivers. But I would honestly have him in my S tier. And we did that He's once, so and good. people got so mad. Yeah, we put him in the same tier as Jamar Chase, but uh, oh no, we did that with CD Lamb actually. But AJ Brown absolutely deserves. Yeah, we to be were there. wrong. And, and CD Lamb. And CeeDee Lamb is also going to be in the same tier as A.J. Brown. And when you look at CeeDee Lamb, similar to what Simon was talking about, he was fourth in targets last year. He had 156 targets, which was good for 9.2 per game. Target share-wise, he was also at 28.7, so right there with A.J. Brown's 29. The difference, obviously, there is that CeeDee Lamb wasn't playing with Devonta Smith. Uh, wasn't playing with Dallas Goddard. Uh, he had a 30% target rate, which is good for seventh in the league. So you're talking about a guy that's elite in his own right from an efficiency perspective. But then you also have uh, fourth in receptions at 107. He was sixth in receiving yards at 1,359. He was f- He's ninth in yards after catch with 474. Uh, and even up there in unrealized air yards at, at 14th with 709. Yeah. He had nine touchdowns. Um, and that said, I mean, it's seventh in dominator rating, eighth in juke rate. Uh, fourth and expected points added. So a, another guy in his own right that is very, very good. That's why they're in the same tier. Um, I, again, it's just how you arrange them, I think, is going to be personal preference. But CeeDee Lamb, we finally were you know, able to see him go and score 18 points per game last year, which is what we've been waiting for. I have no reason to believe that he's going to um, not continue that, and because of that, he absolutely deserves to be in this tier as well. All right, and we so we're literally putting these same guys in this tier with these two guys. You don't think there's a teardrop here? I think it'd be a tier, but I think there's a tier. Well, let's do a tier job. Yeah. All right. Moving down to the B tier. We're going to start with Garrett Wilson, who is, yes, our wide receiver five. Uh, there are a lot of people that, I mean, especially on, on Dynasty Twitter, which Dynasty Twitter is kind of a joke, but um, just they mock people who have Garrett Wilson this high and say, oh, I mean, they look at his rookie season, how many points he scored, um, and they don't take into, effect, into account that, number one, uh, the quarterback situation literally could not have been worse last year for Garrett Wilson, and he did what he did. Aaron Rodgers is an absolute total upgrade for him. He in every stretch of the imagination. Uh, Garrett Wilson was he, obviously this was his rookie year in the NFL. We don't expect wide receivers to perform that way in their rookie year, but Garrett Wilson did it anyways. Okay, so when you're talking about that, Garrett Wilson, that alone should be should be a good sign. He was hitting all the efficiency. Um, efficiency metrics last year that suggest that he's probably going to take a significant step up this year. He's going at the end of the second, mid-third, but he's going to be a wide receiver five in Dynasty because A, he's so young. B, we believe in him so much as a prospect, and we always have. I mean, we've always been super high on Garrett Wilson on the show. So it's not it's not something new. What, yeah, I mean, he had a 25% target share as a rookie. He's going to have Aaron Rodgers, a two-time MVP, last throwing to him next year. He passed two yards per route run as a rookie. I mean, this this guy is absolutely incredible. Don't expect him to slow down. If anything, expect him to be better next year. I could really see him as a guy approaching 30% target share. In his second year in the NFL, this guy is so good. Don't expect him to slow down. And, and so is the guy after him, Amon Ra St. Brown. Yeah, and with Amon Ra, I mean, look, there he is the sun god. We have admitted that now. And there was a time last year, I mean, we saw it at the end of um, his 2021, 2, 2021-2022 yep. season. Yep. Uh, that he was just on a, an incredible tear. And we were kind of betting that he wouldn't keep that up. 
He did. He scored 17 points a game. He was a wide receiver. One again. Talk um, about overcoming draft capital. And not only that, but overcoming a lot of weapons on that team that we thought were going to take targets from him. There's really no reason to doubt him now. He's going the turn of the two and the three. Um, so we like him here. He's safely in this tier, and we like him as much as the next guy. And this is where we're going to start ruffling your feathers, and we don't care. The next guy on this list is going to be Jackson Smith in Jigba, a guy we have been extremely, admittedly extremely high on this whole process. There is nothing that is going to change my mind about JSN. I'll let you talk about him, but I, I love JSN. No, and, and honestly, this is kind of weird because I'm going to use Amon Ross St. Brown in, in, as my way to talk about JSN. JSN is not your typical wide receiver that you see in the NFL that's going to be an alpha X wide receiver. He's not going to be Garrett Wilson. He's not going to be Jalen Waddle. He's not going to be Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson. He is going to feed off of the receptions, just like yep. Amon Ross St. Brown is doing. Amon Ross, his average depth of target is not very good, but he's getting so many targets per game. He's running, Amon Ross, for instance, is running 28 routes per game, and he's being targeted on 32% of them. Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to do the same thing. He is so crafty. He is always open, and he's a very good athlete. There's an interview, and people say this is a bad example. There's an interview with him in a room with Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, both up here on this list. You'll, we'll, you'll, we'll be talking about Olave soon. They're in a room together, and they say, who's the best athlete out of you? And they say, Jackson Smith and Jigba is the best athlete out of the three of us. He's so incredibly talented, and he can do so much after the catch. Look at, look at Amon Ra. He does not need to be targeted 20 yards down the field to to be fourth in the NFL in yards after the catch. Amon Ross St. Brown was. Jackson Smith and Jacob is going to do the same thing, and we're going to stand firm on that. He is going to be a top 12 wide receiver in Dynasty. And honestly, after his first season, I expect him to be higher. Like, this, we're calling our shots early on this one. So Yeah, absolutely. And, and look, I, there are going to be a ton of you that get in the comments. He's playing with DK and Tyler Lockett. Look, guys. JSN's a better prospect than than they were. He just is, and, and like I said, I, and, or like Simon said, he's going to make his living. You're playing in PPR leagues. He's going to make his living in the middle of the field. He's going to make the living on getting a ton of targets and receptions, and he's not going to be hindered by DK and Tyler Lockett. You heard it here first, I guess. He's not going to be. I, I mean, look at who he played with in college, to Simon's point again, and that didn't slow him down. These are two guys that came in and had two extremely good rookie years. Both in, of in, those guys were better than DK and Lockett. Alave and Garrett Wilson are both better wide receivers. JSN straight up outproduced him that year. He, he just he, there's no way around that. He's not going to be slowed down by target competition. He's going to have his role. He is going to dominate from day one, I, and that's a lot for a rookie wide receiver. We believe in his immediate production as well. He's going to be on a very very good offense, and and really, the principle of this is. A lot of people like to inflate or deflate a player because of their landing spot way, way, way too much. Jackson Smith and Jigba is still Jackson Smith and Jigba. He still got first-round draft capital, even though, I mean, who cares it wasn't 15 or, or 12? I mean, he got first-round draft capital. He's got the team investment. They're super excited about him. He's honestly maybe one of the – he might be the steal in the draft one at all. I mean, but you're talking about, you know, where's drafted? Where's Justin Jefferson drafted, right? So yeah, that's, that's not a, a discussion either. And, 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 with, and with JSN, we've always believed in him, and we believe in him over the next guy, um, although they're in the same tier, and that's what's going to probably ruffle feathers, and the next guy's going to be Jalen Waddle. Yeah, Jalen Waddle is on a team with Tyreek Hill, and we were just talking about it. Target competition, the more target competition you have, the fewer points you're going to be have generated from each reception. PPR stands for, say it with me, points, points per, per reception. reception. So every time you make a catch, there's an extra point added. When your volume goes down, your efficiency must go up. Jalen Waddle is the definition of efficiency. He's first in the NFL in yards per target. He's first in the NFL in yards per reception. 
and he's third in the NFL in fantasy points per target. So every single time he's targeted and he catches the ball, he's doing more than anyone else in the league, except for in fantasy points per target, granted. Um, (laughs) But he's doing more than pretty much anyone else in the league, and that's why even on a team with Tyreek Hill, he absolutely deserves to be inside our top 24 and above Tyreek Hill. I mean, I couldn't agree with you more there. And then moving down to the last guy in this tier, and yes, we have him this high. I don't understand the sentiment behind... It's kind of the same sentiment with Garrett Wilson. Like, oh... Uh, his rookie year was like, was it a fluke? Like, what do you think? Do you really think he's not going to take a step up? Chris Olave, uh, 13 points per game last year in fantasy. He had 119 targets as a rookie. He's going to be playing with a better quarterback as a sophomore. A better quarterback. He's going to be a better wide receiver because he's developing. He's got a year under his belt. A thousand receiving yards. And again, he's he caught 72 of those 119 targets, and a lot of that was quarterback play. It just was. I mean, when you occasionally have Taysom Hill throwing you the ball, that's kind of what happens. But why in the heck are we shorting this guy? We, we said this with, about Devonta Smith last year, and, and, and nobody listened. I mean, Devonta Smith came out and did something absolutely crazy, and then A.J. Brown got traded, and nobody thought he could do it. And Devonta Smith was a wide receiver one this year. Chris Olave, I mean, coming in as a, almost a wide receiver two, um, a, a low-end wide receiver two in his first year, why on earth would he not be on track to improve what he did? When you look at his efficiency metrics, they are, I mean, Incredible. I mean, Simon and I were looking at them earlier today. He has incredible efficiency metrics, and and honestly, like there there's not there's not a reason to be short in Chris Olave. He yes, there have been twenty seven wide receivers in NFL history to come out and put up a thousand yards as a rookie. We said this last year. Chris Olave is one of them. Let me list off the other guys: AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Michael Thomas, Decent. Amari Cooper, Decent. Odell Beckham Jr., Decent. Mike Evans. Keenan Allen, AJ Green, Randy Moss, Anquan Bolden, and I could I can keep going. You don't every need to. single one of these guys. Can we? Yeah, I mean, can we? He put up a thousand yards uh, as a rookie. Granted, seventeen games. I know. I'm Chris Olave is so good. He is so freaking good. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I know I'm worked up, but it's just I mean there are a fair amount of people that just do not get it with Chris Olave. You get it here though. This is where you're subscribed, so make sure you're, you're buying Chris Olave everywhere. Moving down to the next tier here, we're gonna start with Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, honestly. Where, where is this friend? Five, six, seven, eight. He's our 10. He honestly could be as high on this list. He honestly could be in the tier above. I mean, Tyreek Hill's a guy that's going to give you 20 points per game for the next three years. That in itself should be, I mean, a- enough to propel him high in these ranks. Yes. So we just talked five minutes ago, 10 minutes ago, about how good A.J. Brown was. Yeah. A.J. Brown was second in the league in yards per route run and second in the league in yards per ta- pass attempt. You could reasonably say A.J. Brown is the second wide receiver Second best wide receiver in the league. Who's the first? It's Tyreek Hill. In both. Tyreek Hill leads the league in yards per route run and yards per team pass attempt. He's incredibly efficient. And while doing that, Tyreek Hill had a 31.6% target share. And he was targeted on more than a third of his routes. So good. That's first in the league. He, he's so <sighs> The hang-up with so Tyreek Hill is that he's retiring in three years. So What? Win three straight championships before it happens. Mid-season, we were thinking Tyreek Hill was going to be the first wide receiver to break 2,000 yards, and he really could have. Hey, the dude is not slowing down. Not, not to mention he's doing it on a team. He's playing with Jalen Waddle, who in his own right is a very good wide receiver. Uh, Tyreek Hill's a He's only 29. He, Next year's his 29-year-old season. It's not like he's 30 He's yet. such a good value right now. Stephon Diggs right behind him. Stephon Diggs is tied to Josh Allen, so he has a better quarterback than Tyreek Hill does. And while he's not putting up the same numbers, he's putting up some freaking good numbers, is Stephon Diggs. 
Um, and, and when you're looking at his value again long term in Dynasty, it's the same thing as it is with Tyreek Hill. You've got a three year window with Stephon Diggs. He's 29 and a half, and he is absolutely going to be going at it for, for three more years. But he was 19 fantasy points per game last year. 19. He had 11 receiving touchdowns. Uh, he had 1,455. Yes, 1,400. He had 100 and yeah, it was receiving yards, by the way. Had 155 yes. targets last yep. year. 155. Plus what he does at the end of each catch. He is third in the league behind Tyreek Hill and A.J. Brown in yards per route run. So this guy is also incredibly efficient. He's tied to an elite quarterback. There's really no questions for me here. Stephon Diggs is, a, is an incredible piece. He's also piece. very good value. And what, what round is he going in right now? Like fourth round sometimes? Third, third or fourth round, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a great value. Sometimes the third? Yeah. These guys are great our, value. These guys are our favorite. Uh, DK Metcalf is going to be our next guy on this list. And with DK, I mean... You know what you're getting with DK. DK is going to be a thousand yard guy, and he's going to be even even with JSN there. I, I'm again, I'm not of the opinion that that DK is going to be majorly hurt by JSN because it's not like DK was putting up groundbreaking numbers before. But he's just a good fantasy wide receiver, uh, and he's young. I mean, that, that's that's pretty much all there is to it. And and with Metcalf, I mean, again, he's playing on a team with Jackson Smith, the Jigbo, Tyler Lockett, so he's got plenty of help there. And you see those types of receivers help players out like DK all the time. I think they are going to help DK. He's a bigger body. We know that. He's uh, 25 and a half now, but when you look at what he did last year, uh, 13.3 fantasy points per game, which was on a points per game basis, I think was 24th. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, he's really the first guy on this list that hasn't like put up anything groundbreaking to make his case. But DK Metcalf is a very good wide receiver. He's only 25. He has a long-term contract, and now he has a QB also on a long-term contract who's shown that he can succeed in that offense. And really, honestly, the next guy we're going to put after him, I, I think, has a case to be going ahead, and that's Cooper Cup. Go ahead. Cooper Cup, you all know it. You've all seen it. He has been the best fantasy wide receiver in the league over the last two years, even getting hurt mid last season. He is so incredibly good. Just two years ago, Cooper Cup had 191 targets in 17 games. Last year, through nine games, he had 98 targets. So again, on track for more than 10 targets per game. PPR, points per reception, Cooper Cup is the king. He had 25.9 points per game in 2021 and 22.4 last year before he got hurt. Also number one. Yeah. Number one points yeah. per game, even last year. He'll be 30. Oh, well. Go win your league. Draft him and, in the fifth round, some fourth, third, whatever. Wherever reason, he's falling, you should draft him. The only we can't take him over DK, I mean, is because... And Cooper Cup, admittedly, is is going to be 30 years old, like, really soon, before the season starts. So Yeah. I, and also, the quarterback situation there is going to be kind of rough, and they're probably definitely looking at a rebuild now. So there are some questions, but, but from a you know on the field perspective, you saw what he did last year from a points per game perspective. It's ridiculous, so Cooper Cup's a great value. T. Higgins is going to be next on this list. This T. Higgins a guy that... Um, it would be higher on a lot of other people's lists. And honestly, I hope you're upset about this because you deserve to hear the truth about T. Higgins. Uh, and the fact is, when you're looking at T. Higgins and, and what he does year over year, I mean, he's 24 years old. I mean, here are his fantasy points per game over his first three years, 12.2, 15.7, and 13.1. 15.7 is fairly good. Last year he did, in, in 17 games, about what I thought he would. He was a wide receiver, too. He had 111 targets, 75 of those he caught. He had 1,000 receiving yards, uh, and he had seven touchdowns. Sounds a lot like the guy we just talked about in DK Metcalf. That's a very similar stat line. And honestly, I think that's what T. Higgins is. And, and I don't think we should be valuing T. Higgins any higher than DK Metcalf, honestly. And, and we I th- obviously reflect that in our rankings with DK being higher. But with T. Higgins, I think a lot of people like to, although he is tied to Joe Burrow, it, it doesn't really matter. Being tied to Joe Burrow doesn't get you X amount of fantasy points a game. 
He's still scoring 13 fantasy points per game last year. That's how we should be valuing him. I mean, he's 24 and scoring 13 points a game. That's it. There's nothing more to it. Forget the team situation. Forget who, who's throwing to him, although that's important in the context in the context of his long-term dynasty value. When you're talking about how he's going to benefit your team short-term, he's scoring 13 points per game. That's that's just it. That's what, you, again, fantasy points wins you championships. That's what you have to look at. And 13 points per game doesn't isn't a top eight dynasty wide receiver. And the thing with T. Higgins is he's, he's not missing a lot of games, but he's not shown the ability to stay consistently healthy. Over the last two seasons, he's had multiple games where he's had to leave early, and then he'll miss the next week, or he'll leave early and just he'll drop a dud because he got hurt midway through the first quarter, and, and that's not his fault oh. necessarily, but he's just not being consistent. I need to put that caveat in there. There are going to be people that say he like didn't play in two games or whatever. Yeah, well, you know what the best ability is? Availability. So drop that comment if you want. It's not going to change my mind. I mean, T. Higgins is what he is, and He's good. He's a good, he's wide, a good receiver. wide receiver. I think he'd be better if he were on a team by himself, but he doesn't. He's he's consistently overhyped. I mean, you look at. I'm going to drop him in my rankings. Talking about him. I mean, I'm. I, you look. Uh, there was a there was a blind poll done. Um, I'm going to put it up because um, it was by our guy Dan Wisner actually on Twitter, and he had did a blind poll with um, T Higgins and. The other one was Jerry Judy, and they d- didn't have their names on there, put, put yep. their efficiency metrics, Just their and Jerry Judy blew them out, blew mm. them out. And I, I think people were probably, like, crying themselves. Yeah, to Jerry Judy has a higher yards per route run and a higher yards per team, team pass attempt, and I know that off the top of my head because I was just thinking about that yesterday. Yep, it's a really it's a really uh, convicting stat there. And the next guy, honestly, I'm, I'm convinced to rank him over T. Higgins. I'm convinced to rank yep. him over a lot of guys because I think he is set to be have an absolute breakout I'm season. I'm doing it, too. Uh that's going to be Drake London. Yeah, Drake London, target rate. So how often on the routes that he's running is he being thrown the ball? He's second, I, I believe, behind Tyreek Hill, right, in target rate, 32.4%. This guy, yes, there's really no one else on his offense, but he is so incredibly good at getting open, and, and that was the worry for him, a lot of people, before he was drafted. He was drafted eighth overall. He has draft capital out the wazoo. I mean, there's no other way to put it. He's being targeted 29.4% target share. He, as a rookie, had 2.4 yards per route run, and that's 11th in the NFL. So he's already, he's showing all the signs to be a wide receiver one in fantasy and in the NFL. This guy is so good. And he's 21. Is he 21? Yeah, he's 21. Yeah, I think he's still 21 years old. That's yeah, He's crazy. That's insane. All right, moving down to our next tier here, we're going to have Devonta Smith here at the top. We'll go through these guys a little bit quicker. Devonta Smith um, came out last year playing with A.J. Brown, playing with Jalen Hurts. He was a wide receiver one. He honestly could be higher on this list. That said, I think Devonta Smith has probably reached, at least in the next three-year window, his, his value peak. And so given that, um, you know what you're getting with Devonta Smith. He's going to score you a lot of points. He's young. He's a safe investment. So Devonta Smith... Um, a guy that we like and we liked a lot last year, and we hope you listened when we told you to buy him. But the next guy on the list is going to be Quentin Johnson. Yeah, Quentin Johnson. He's going he's gonna to be the next Jalen Rager. He came out of TCU. He's going to be a bust. Sell him now. No, I'm kidding. Don't helmet scout, please. Quentin Johnson. Helmet scout's lazy. He's, guys, he's a very unique prospect. He's big. He's tall. He's playing with Justin Herbert, and he has the draft capital. Expect to see the Chargers work him into their offense, even with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, because they're probably on their way out. Um Quentin Johnston has a real opportunity to be his team's wide receiver one within the next two or three years. So, yeah. Jordan Addison is going to be next. Jordan Addison going to a team that desperately needed a wide receiver two to go along with Justin Jefferson. And now you look at Jordan Addison, uh, his route running ability. Uh, a lot of people freaked out after his combine 40. It's not going to affect Jordan Addison. He's, he's probably – I I think he could um, 
be this the wide receiver two among rookies this year from a points per game perspective. I expect, I mean, I could see him scoring 12 to 15 points per game this year right off the bat, and I could see him honestly getting then eight, 900 yards, maybe even a thousand. And maybe this is a situation next year where he's still undervalued, just like Devonta Smith, like Chris Olave. Uh, and we're telling you to buy him then, too. Um, he's going to be a really good player for that team he fits a team need for them and so for that reason i think he's going to be productive right away and he's going to be a good value obviously because he's young uh and then Devonte adams is going to be here and honestly Devonte adams could be higher yeah than i this. feel stupid like, having i, him I think Devon, i think Devonte adams should be closer to the top of this list. i'm moving him up i think he should be over t higgins move so move t higgins down move Devonte adams up um Devonte adams is so incredibly good yes he's 30 he'll be 31 next year blah 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 32.6% target share, that's first in the league. 30.8% target rate, that's fifth in the league. He's incredible. He's top 10 in yards per route run and yards per team pass attempt. He's the second most elusive wide receiver in the league. He is so good. He's not slowing down. I really think he has another two to three years in him. Jimmy Garoppolo has the ability to get the ball to his weapons. So it's not like Derek Carr was an incredible QB that was doing something special with him anyways. They'll be fine. Devontae Adams will be fine. He's a really good wide receiver. Moving down to our last year here, we're going to start with Michael Pittman. I just kind of switched this on the go, but Michael Pittman playing with the Colts. A guy last year that everybody said was a lock to be a wide receiver one, and we said, hello, no way. He's definitely not. That's not the type of wide receiver he is. We would know. We love the Colts, and we watch all their games. I, I mean, we we called that one. We, we know what Michael Pittman is, and that being said, he's a fine pick in the fifth, sixth round this year. He might even be a buy if he slides that much. Um, he got a ton of targets last year, and actually he produced at a fairly good rate with Matt Ryan and Sam Elliger throwing him the ball. Given that Anthony Richardson is raw, I could see why somebody would be skeptical about that. Raw is not even the right word. Uh, unexperienced is the better word. Yep. I don't think you watch this film and actually say he's raw. That being said, a lot of people are worried about how Michael Pittman is going to uh, be affected by Anthony Richardson. I don't think it can get any worse than it did last year. So I, I'm comfortable with Michael Pittman wherever. And then Debo Samuel is our next guy on this list. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are low on Debo Samuel. Yes, he's not an incredible wide receiver, but he's still at a 25% target share. And just one year ago... Just one year ago, he had 21.2 fantasy points per game. The 49ers will use him. They signed him to a long-term contract. Don't panic. I saw him go for a second in a league the other day, and that was just, I almost puked when I saw that, uh, knowing I could have done the same thing. But Debo Samuel, he's a very talented player. We've all seen it. We've seen it in primetime NFL playoff games, all that, et cetera. Very good. Don't fade him too much. Moving on. Zay Flowers is going to be the next guy here. Zay Flowers is um, a guy that is in the same tier, really, when you're talking about rookies as Jordan Addison, as Quentin Johnson. So when you're talking about Zay Flowers, guy came out of Boston College, didn't have a ton of college production, had some athleticism questions, but uh, the NFL believes in him. They drafted him in the first round, which should which it doesn't guarantee anything, uh, but gives you a little bit of value insulation. Rookie wide receivers are consistently the best investment in Dynasty as they hardly ever lose value. At the very, very least, they maintain their value. And even in cases like Jamison Williams, who did absolutely nothing and actually should have hurt his stock because he got suspended this year for off-field issues. He's actually gone up two rounds. So you can, I mean, pretty much count out Zay Flowers being a bad investment. He's a really good pick here. Uh, and Traylon Burks is going to be next. Yeah, Traylon Burks, he only played 11 games as a rookie. But he did very well in the 11 games that he played. Had he played a full season, I honestly expect that he would have had probably eight or 900 yards. And as we just said earlier with Devontae Smith, that is good. historically notable. He's a good wide receiver. He has a lot of skills and he has a lot of attributes that you look for in a team's alpha wide receiver. There's no one else to take away targets from him in Tennessee. I mean, no one. No one else. Um, but Kyle so Phillips last year had nine targets in his first... Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Nobody. And Chig... John Brooks is good. 
Traylon Burks is, is that good, no matter how good the weapons are there. Uh, and then Chris Godwin's going to wrap up this list, a guy that is just consistently a buy. I mean, he is just one of the best wide receivers in the entire NFL. Uh, and the reason we have him this low is because, A, the dynasty community as a whole is fairly low on him, even lower than us, so we have to account for market value. B, this, the quarterback situation there, and they're going to be in a rebuild. But that said, Chris Godwin's still going to produce. So he's a guy that we like over guys like Christian Watson, who we uh, omitted from this list on purpose to make you mad. Uh, guys like Jerry Judy, who a lot of people are going to be arguing should be on this list as well. Those are guys that could slide into this bottom tier. I mean, we're just doing 24. We're cutting it there, but they're our next guys, and you could flip-flop them probably in this tier, and we would be fine with it. But um, that's going to wrap up the top 24 dynasty wide receivers. Let us know what you think in the comments. But again, I mean, it's just it's every person's opinion. There's not necessarily a wrong answer for this, regardless of what you say. So um, either way. Make sure you subscribe because we're trying to get to 5K before opening day. Uh, make sure you like the video. It helps us out a ton. We appreciate you watching. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you later.